This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Calabucas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, I have a library of books and most people have a library of books, but there are some books that I read And I'm like, wow, this thing is so truthful. It's not trying to embellish real life. It's an actual representation of what life is really like. Because there's so many books out there, especially business books, success books, that try to talk about what life could be like. But they don't talk about what life actually is like. So there's a small selection of books that I have that... I find really powerful because they speak about life as it is, reality as it is. And the most recent book that I've read in that series, and one of these days I'm going to do a show where I talk about each of the books in the series. Maybe I'll do a show per book. One of the most recent books that I read on this was actually a book from 19... I think it was from the 30s? From the 20s and 30s. And it was written by one of the very first ad men in the world. And the guy's name, I believe, was Claude Hopkins. And he wrote a book called Scientific Advertising. And basically what it is, it's the foundation of all advertising which tracks response. He did advertising in magazines and newspapers, and he tracked the responses by putting a department in the ad. So he would say, you know, buy my Bissell carpet sweeper. And he would put in a bunch of different ads in a bunch of different places. And he would ask people to write in to department H or department Y or department X or department Z or department whatever. So that when the responses came in, he would know where or which ad triggered the responses. So he was the father of ad tracking. The same kind of ad tracking that happens today through Google or Meta or any of those other services, how you know who saw what ad and how they can charge you for it. This was all envisioned or invented by this guy. And he wrote this small book called Scientific Advertising where he described the methodology for doing this. And in a version of the book, I mean, I think he was born in the late 1800s and he passed away in the 30s. 
in one version of the book, he actually has, it's actually two books in one. It is his life story or his biography that he wrote, his autobiography, and scientific advertising, which is a very slim volume in one book. And I just finished reading it. And it is the most interesting thing because he encapsulates human beings, human nature, so perfectly and business so perfectly in this book that it definitely deserves a place on my library of books that reflect reality. And I was looking at his name, word after word, chapter after chapter, paragraph after paragraph. I found myself agreeing with everything this guy said, especially when it comes to human nature and what human beings are actually like. And some of you might say, well, but that's a book from the 30s. That's old. That's ancient. People aren't like that anymore. And I'm thinking to myself, no, that is not the case. People have not changed. Human nature is exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. And one of the things that I hear a lot is that it's in our natures to go against our nature. But the problem is, is that when we go against our nature, we feel wrong. We feel different. We feel incorrect. And maybe we don't understand how incorrect that we, we feel, but we feel like something is wrong. We just don't know what. We can't put our finger on it. It's probably because we're doing something against our nature. So what I came out with from that book was that the reality is, is that human beings haven't really changed that much. And I've said this before in previous shows, we haven't really changed that much from the days when we were cave people, when we were first being homo sapiens, wandering around the savannah, figuring out how to hunt down animals, how to grow things, how to figure these things out. We haven't really changed that much from them. Human nature has not really progressed that much. And we feel that we have progressed because we are in this amazingly technological age where so much technology is happening. We can travel faster than the speed of sound. We can go from one side of the country to the other in a day, in less than a day, when it used to take months. We can go across the ocean in a few hours. That's where we are. These are things that we now can do. We figured out how to do these things. But our basic human nature, all the things that make us human and are human about us, haven't really changed. So I think what's happening is that a lot of times we try to change human nature, or we try to say people should do this, or people should do that. And they don't do this, and they don't do that. And I think the reason why many things fail, you can, you can look at startups, you can look at initiatives, you can look at our things, is that we expect human nature to evolve in certain ways, or we expect human nature to be different, or we can say things like what I always said is that one of the things that human beings, different human beings from animals, is our capacity for reason. But what else differentiates us from human from animals is not only the capacity we use, but the choice to use reason. So we have not, our human nature has not really changed all that much from back then. Human nature has not changed. And some people may say human nature never changes. 
And I think it does change, but I think it changes incredibly slowly. It changes so slowly over time, glacially, one might say, which is why we things always take longer than they should. And it's almost impossible for us to do anything to change human nature. Human nature is always what it is. And we attempt to do things to change human nature. We attempt to expect humans to be better than they are or worse than they are when they are simply what they are. So when you're creating new products, when you're doing new things, when you're trying to get people to do things, understand that if you try to do something that's against human nature, even slightly against human nature, you have little chance of success. We need to align anything that we're going to do, align it with human nature instead of expecting human nature to change, to align to us. We need to align what we do to human nature. That's why it's very important for us to be students of human nature. It's very important for us to understand human nature and what people are like and delve deeply into their hopes, their wants, their dreams, their desires, what they want. And if you ask about me about it, if you go down to the bottom level foundation of all humans, we all have the same types of needs and wants. And if we try not to address those wants, if we do something that doesn't address those wants or addresses something that's beyond those, then there's less of a chance that our product will be successful. We need to deeply understand human nature and we need to build products that leverage and align to human nature. Otherwise, we may fail, which is not necessarily bad because at least we'll learn. That's it for me for today. See you next time and until then, don't forget to think future. future.